Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Jake. Welcome back. We're talking Marvel today. Mm-hmm. We're back. We're back. Yeah, I feel like we have talked a lot of Marvel recently, but when, when was the last movie? Was it? I guess it was Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man. I, mm. I was thinking about this. I was like, we've definitely had a lot of Marvel content with like Moon Knight, and I feel like something else was out like... I think no, we I did guess. we did the Hawkeye podcast after Spider Man. I think so. We might have talked about it recently. I don't know. Marvel's like Star Wars does. Like it's either what if it's not Star Wars, it's probably Marvel. It's not yeah, Marvel. Those are definitely it's probably the two Star main Wars. Topics. Yeah, yeah. But Disney like, just has a hold on us, I guess. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, this one's been highly anticipated for a while. Um, yeah, we got back to back Steven movies, didn't we? like steven content uh, yeah well i meant i meant like mr strange was in spider-man and multiverse of madness but we also got the back-to-back steven content with steven grant yeah. yeah um yeah this one i feel like you're not as much of a doctor strange fan but like we haven't I gotten... actually hate doctor strange <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wait. not the movie just the person it's been years since his first movie came out like it's actually crazy i saw a tweet that it was like it's crazy that spider-man had a trilogy since the first doctor strange came out yeah like wild yeah um but i guess that was the only way to do it you know doctor strange like couldn't have been like the first one right after endgame i think spider-man made sense yeah unless they did a movie without uh well spider-man was the first one after endgame and and then he, he had two movies since endgame yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think they could have done a, a Doctor Strange if they wanted to, but not a multiversal one. If they wanted to, like one in between, that was like Mordo was the main villain or something, which I feel like I'm not sure if they're going to do ever. I feel like they, yeah, like, that'll be teased big... it, but it seems like they went for like the ultimate villain for Doctor Strange in this movie, which we'll get to. I don't even know if it's really the ultimate villain. I think it's a great villain, but I don't know if it's his ultimate villain. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think we got to – there's so much to talk about with this movie. It's – oh, my God. So much mixed reception. But either way, if this is your first time joining us, Popcorn Heist is a brand that Nick and I created to share our love for movies and TV. Uh, we're diehard fans. We create the content for you diehard fans. Popcorn Heist, the podcast, though, is a show where we can nerd out specifically about the franchises we love the most, such as Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Avatar The Last Airbender, Disney, in this case, Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, we release new episodes on Thursdays, and if you like an episode you listen to, we please ask you to give us a follow and a review on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, uh, anywhere you can. It really helps us grow, and we'd be remiss if we also didn't mention the other podcast on the Popcorn Heist Network called The Simps Guide to the MCU, where relationships, bromances, and bromances of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are discussed with Alyssa and Kelly. And if you want more pop culture content, such as blog posts, rankings, brackets, and Trivia Tuesday, visit us online at popcornheist.com. Or follow us on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or Twitter at Popcorn Heist. And I'm sure the Sims will be coming out with much content. Or, or may, they may already have come out with a, a few different uh, Marvel things about Moon Knight and Doctor Strange, right? I think they've I, I been on a little hiatus. But they but with all the Marvel content that's coming out right now, they're coming back strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lot, lo- lots of Simp content in... Uh, Lots of like relationships and like angsty stuff going on. I mean, from Spider Man to Doctor Strange to even Moon Knight's got like some interesting relationship stuff. Yeah. But, oh yeah. I, again, this is a Doctor Strange episode, so um, let's get right into the quote because let's I feel like I, I have like so many thoughts. Like now I'm getting ramped up. Before the, we started the episode, I was like, I gotta like meditate on this movie because I'm like still my opinions are formulating on it, but now I'm like. I, ha- I wish I got to see it twice before we did this podcast, but I, I haven't been able to. But anyway, let's get to the quote. Yeah. Um. So I feel like recently we've been doing. If you're if you're a fan of the podcast, you know we do a quote every episode. Jake and I were roommates in college. We bonded over quotes. Um. So what better way to introduce 
whatever topic we're talking about with a quote. And I feel like recently we've been doing quotes from the source material, mm-hmm. um, which this quote is not from the source material. It is from Mar- the MCU, but not from the source material. Um, it is a Wong quote from Endgame. And as we know, people went into Multiverse of Madness with very high expectations. Um, and people may have come out without those expectations met. So the quote we chose was, you wanted more? <laughs> Which is what Wong says to Doctor Strange when all the superheroes come out of the portals in Endgame. And Doctor Strange is like, is that everyone? I forget exactly what he says before. He's like, is that everyone? And Wong is like, you wanted more? Because it's literally like, Every single person. 90% of the characters that have powers in the Marvel Universe that are still alive are there. If not more than 90%. You know who should have been there that wasn't? Nick Fury. Yes. (laughs) We've talked about There was someone else I was thinking about recently that I was like, they should have been there. I can't remember who it was. I can't remember. Jane Foster. Please. Well, she probably wasn't (laughs) super it at that point. No. I'm actually very excited for Jane Foster. I'm so excited for Thor. You see the picture of her and... um, valkyrie on the thrones is awesome but we're not talking about the love and thunder <laughs> yeah you bring up a really good point and i, I we originally were going to choose a different quote but then like i like the quote that you chose because i'm sure you had the same thoughts as me like with the title i think in it it brings everything down to i guess before we obviously you know if you've listened to this podcast before whenever we talk about movies we do the popcorn heist report card at the end of the episode which like gives the movie a rating um but if I, and I know like we usually jump around and stuff, but to summarize my thoughts on the movie, I guess to get the conversation started is I think anything that I, I wouldn't say a problem that I had with the movie because I generally like the movie, but anything I think where this movie comes to its problems can be boiled down to the fact that you have a title called the multiverse of madness and all throughout the press and everything is hyping up like crazy multiverse nature of the movie, like so many cameos that reshoots were like bringing in more cameos and stuff. And really I feel like this, I don't know. I think it was misleading a little bit and maybe that's the nature of social media and like all these influencers who talk about movies and stuff. I I wouldn't call ourselves influencers. We're just fans who make content, but like the like verified Marvel nerdy influencers were all like, this cameo is going to be in this movie. Like Hugh Jackman's coming back, like Ghost Rider's coming back, like all these crazy cameos. So I think it got us all hyped up. And this movie was generally not what I expected I mean, in, in good ways. And then in, in, in ways here and there in the middle, I don't know. You, what, what do you, what do you think? Did you? So, so my thoughts on this movie, I think a lot of the, um, I, a lot of the negativity coming towards this movie in general, not, not so much my thoughts, but, um, you know, I don't like going into a movie with expectations, which is why I always say I never want to see a trailer again. Um, but we got the trailers revealed a lot. Um, the name implies a lot. Um, and like the fans were hyping up cameos, 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 which I feel like is a common theme with recent Marvel content. Like the fans will want cameos and be like theorizing all these cameos and then they don't happen, which I think is fine. Um, and I think I, I, I didn't take away from my enjoyment of the movie. Um, like my general thoughts on this movie were the, it was an enjoyable experience. Like I, I really enjoyed myself in this movie. Um, I came out of it like, that was actually pretty, like, that was pretty good. Um, I think I will spend a lot of this podcast and I feel like this is a common theme that like, I'll say I really like a movie and then spend a lot of the podcast, like picking apart the things I (laughs) didn't like, which I think this is going to be one of those times. Like I did like this movie a lot, but there was a lot of individual plot points I didn't like, um, and the more I thought about it, the more I like came to that conclusion. Um, a lot of which had to do with, like you said, the multiverse of madness. I didn't feel like it lived up to that name. Um, and I think without that expectation, not so much of the cameos. I don't really care about the cameos as much. You know, I don't care about that if they're a throwaway. Um, but more just like the nature of the multiverse. I, I don't think it was as nailed down or expansive as I, as I wanted it to be. Um, regardless of cameos, I would have liked a little bit more madness that had to do with the multiverse not madness that had to do with scarlet witch yeah i think that the position spoilers by the way (laughs) (laughs) spoilers spoilers. i feel like we forget that (laughs) spoilers for dr strange in the multiverse of madness but yeah i feel like the positioning of the entire movie with that title just implies that we're gonna get like just a crazy amount of, of shit going on in this movie and i i think what tipped me off that this movie might not be what i expect it to be was the runtime when the runtime was officially released 
and it was like two hours. I was like, that's really short for a movie titled The Multiverse of Madness that has all these cameos that are being hyped up, you know. And again, I, I don't that's this is that's not one of the major faults of the movie. Like, I don't have a problem that there weren't more cameos. I actually think that the cameos that were in it were done well. And I, I was like surprised by a few of them, except for the fact that they were revealed in trailers. <laughs> Are you not kidding all, me? Not all of them. The biggest one. The best the bi- one. Is it the best one though? That's definitely the best one. Are you kidding me? I don't know. There was there was a couple that I that I oh really my liked, god. Actually. We'll get we'll get to the cameos that were in it, but soon. But either way, like that that name and that after Spider Man No Way Home, like I I think that just this is the it's also an issue of coming after the infinity saga. Like we're expecting everything to be big, big, big now, especially with no way home. Like that was like the biggest thing ever. Fans have been wanting the three Spider-Man in, in the same movie together forever. Um, but I think we have to like reel ourselves back. And uh, especially if you watch like interviews with Kevin Feige on the red carpet, he's like, if you really pay attention to what everything we're that's been released so far, we're slowly building up to the next big thing. So I think instead of viewing it as like Endgame is the high high and Phase Four, Phase Five, Phase Six is higher than that, you have to really surf back and think. All right, they're starting a new right now. Like this is just planting the seeds for what will eventually be the new Infinity War, the new Endgame, and which I think Multiverse of Madness did really well. But again, the positioning of that makes it seem like oh they're going full in, full multiverse in this movie. But it's really like planting the seeds for the multiverse becoming the big thing of this saga. So I think that's where the that's where it kind of fell short for me because I I I think that they hyped this movie up to be the bit like we all knew multiverse was what what I mean I think for a little bit the DCEU was going for like we knew it was kind of a race to like the multiverse and how is Marvel going to bring in all these properties they just bought and we know that they're doing it and I kind of thought that this was the movie that was really going to nail that down and even if they didn't have cameos like they were going to nail down the multiverse really explain how it works um and like if they are spoon feeding us like the multiverse that's fine if they're building up to it but i think this movie kind of tried to do both where it was like okay let's get into the multiverse but let's not give you answers or too much of it like they just throw in america and it's like okay i can hop to the multiverse i have powers that i can hop to the multiverse and it's just a thing um i don't know that they're doing a great job of laying the multiversal groundwork I don't know. I kind of disagree. Like on that front, I think America Chavez is like an exception. There were there were some things I didn't really like about her character in the movie, but overall, like she's kind of a unique one. Like she's literally the only character that can do that. And I think that's also an issue for if you're going to make multiverses like the big thing. There's no character who has the ability to hop between universes. So I think like you kind of have to introduce a character like America Chavez. But give but, me a reason why that why that is. What do you mean? Like, they didn't give me... Like, it was just like, oh, I got out multiverses. Like, there was no... Well, she has powers. I mean, like... I guess, but, like, it wasn't... We, we can't... I mean, in a lot of the descriptions for the movie, it says, like, Doctor Strange opens the multiverse, and that's what... That's not what happened. He just meets a girl who can hop to the multiverse. It had nothing to do with No Way Home. Uh, nothing to do with Loki, which I don't think it should have to do with Loki. Because I think it of does have travel reasons. It does have to do with Loki. Like I no. again, if it, do you, which is annoying, like annoying that you have to like listen to outside interviews in order to understand. But like at, in the press tour for Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, Kevin Feige was like, "This if you watched Loki, like rewatch the finale because they started everything that's leading up to this multiverse saga. Like Lo- Sylvie killing He Who Remains is what." I guess we it, it, maybe I'm jumping around too much, but if you watch Loki, basically kept what Kevin Feige is saying is that he who remains the way he had everything structured in the TVA, the time loop, the timelines and stuff is that there was always a multiverse, but he had it in check because he was the one who won the Kang multiverse war. Like all, he said, all of his variants were fighting over like supremacy, but he's the one who eventually won and stabilized the multiverse so that nothing would get out of balance by killing him everything goes unchecked and multi and different universes are allowed to spawn and branch uncontrollably, which leads to stuff like Spider-Man no way home, which leads to incursions happening, which leads to a universe with someone like powers with like America Chavez happening. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you, but 
don't agree with Kevin Feige. What do you I, mean you don't agree with me? I, I don't like. I, we've had this conversation before, so I don't want to get too far into it. But I think Loki that occurred him him and Sylvie occurs in a place that's um, like indifferent to the the timeline. I don't think it's like after Endgame Loki broke the timeline, and from that point forward everything is is messed up. I think Loki ha- like the timeline's been broken throughout history because Loki broke it in a place that was like not. That's what I'm Part that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I didn't mean it going forward, but since it's omni it's it's outside of time, that's why you're able to have a, a Toby and Andrew who are older Spider-Man than than Tom because it happened outside of time, so those universes were allowed to like branch but off. But why didn't this happen in Captain because, America 1 or in like any of the movies that happened before Endgame if it happened? outside of time i know but that's like a movie thing that like it's literally yeah impossible they didn't they didn't have yeah but anyway regardless of loki i i feel just uh, while we're on the topic of loki i think like the explanation for the multiverses is different in everything we've gotten we have loki where it's like variants and like they don't really go into the other timelines too much then we have um, what if where it's like, oh, one little thing changes and like it changes the whole timeline. And it's like still a similar like sense of technology and sense of like each multiverse is like similar, but just with small changes. Um, then we have No Way Home where it's like, oh, this is just an entirely different movie. They could be variants. I think that kind of is like acceptable. But then Doctor Strange, it's like, oh, we're paint. And there's the the traffic lights are red and green. Like, I think that this one, like didn't abide by the same rules and like, just kind of took it to like a crazier level, but a, a too crazy of a level that you like, didn't understand why that universe was so different. I, I think that I agree with you in that, the, it, with the paint example, I think that Marvel isn't doing a good enough job of distinguishing that a dimension is different than a universe. Cause the way they have been or explaining a timeline. It, yeah, t- timeline and universe, I feel like you could use synonymously. But a dimension, like the dark dimension, is not just another universe. Like, yeah. that's a, like I, the way I understand it and the way it makes sense to me is that dimensions are planes of existence within one universe. Like every universe has its own dark dimension. Right? Yeah, doesn't, doesn't I, I don't make, know. I, 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 I think I think the one it might be one dark dimension for every universe, but it's not a different universe. Yeah, but but they're regardless dimensions are different, and something like the yeah. paint the paint universe to me would be a dimension. Not but it's not universe. in this movie. Yeah, so that doesn't yeah. make sense. But in my opinion, I think Loki didn't really lock down like oh yeah that not. that timelines and universes are the same thing. I think like all the different variations, like it doesn't need to be a clear cut like one thing changes that means it's a new universe. I right. think every universe is different for a different reason. You know, that Toby's universe was different just because it's Toby's universe. Like Andrew's universe is like, that's just the concept of the multiverse. But I agree with you that like something like the paint universe, the lava universe, the bug universe, like those seem more like dimensions. rather. Right. And I, I kind of wish um, just getting back to like the multiverse of madness specifically. Um, I think it had the opportunity because it, it it showed it could have either jumped through a bunch of different universes that were all different, each like super interesting and had their own characteristics, but it chose not to do that. And it chose to focus on two other universes, like pretty much one, the one with the Illuminati, and then briefly the one where like everything's inc- incursioned. Um, so since you're going to spend so much time in those universes, I wish they kind of explained like why things were different. Like what was the factor that made this different? Is it that Reed Richards exists in this universe? So it's super technologically advanced. I'd be like, it didn't quite like, well, I don't down where these, like why is red, like stupid jokes? Like why is red? I don't think they locked down why the, why the different universes were different. They were just different. And like, I I thought the little differences were like what Dr. Strange did was like, and it was just like, you know, <laughs> I don't, but yeah, but I don't think they need to spend like time giving you exposition of like this is why this universe is different. I think it's just like they it would waste too much time. Like you know, yeah. like, like the universe where red means go instead of green. Like if they would have spent time being like that happened because of this, because of this. No, because I don't need them. To, I think that was a stupid throwaway joke that shouldn't have been in it. But I, I didn't need it to be a super technologically advanced society. Like I kind of wish it was more similar to the 
original timeline and like there was clear differences and this is why the way they were the way they were it didn't have to be technologically advanced except they had like the illuminati and like drones i don't know why that i guess they wanted to have the memory thing in there they wanted to like throw in a back to the future like oh look at this technology we can see your memories well yeah i i mean like personally i didn't really have a problem i think it's like implied later on when you find out how the illuminati beat um thanos i think it's implied we're jumping all around here but they they introduce something called the book of the vishanti which is like the the opposite of the dark hold i think it's implied that by using the book of the vishanti like their universe became the best version like the most technologically advanced like i don't know but yeah but again i don't think i i needed like a reason like this is why this is different this is why i think it's just cool to see like oh, this is like a really weird, like cool designed universe. But it wasn't even that cool. It was just a little bit more technologically advanced. Yeah. And and again, I think this all comes I wanted more madness. Either make it mad or give me some concrete explanations. I think this all comes back to them naming it the multiverse of madness because we came in expecting like there's going to be some crazy stuff going on here. Like we're going to see like tons and tons of universes. And it was only a two hour runtime and- we focused on maybe like three universes and we got like a, a PowerPoint presentation of like a bunch of other cool ones. I um, care more about the universes than I do about the cameos any day. Well, with the universes comes cameos. Like I, I don't really need the cameos though. Show me more Dr. Strange's show me more Wanda's like they were just I... like, I am with my children in every universe. <laughs> like what? I... What a bad line. <laughs> Did you create them in every universe? Wait, are what... they real? Are what her children mean? real in every other universe? Like, or did she create them in every universe? I, I don't know. Like they didn't, where was vision in any of the universes? Yeah. This is, that's also, <laughs> that's also true. I was a little confused. I was very surprised vision wasn't in this movie or white vision, like that. He didn't at least show up or he was the one to like get her to, to stop or something. I like that. She was the one to get herself to stop though. Her, you needed that after everything she did. Her kids singing that vile song should have been <laughs> the reason why she stopped. Searching. Oh, I don't want to be with them. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of like that it focused on like Strange's like that. And I honestly think it was a really good character development movie for the character of Doctor Strange and for Wanda. Because like I think they're kind of giving Stephen Strange this sort of Iron Man style arc where like. Again, I, I like the the whole thing where he was very plagued by his decision in Endgame and Infinity War. Mm-hmm, people were too. criticizing him. Like that definitely wasn't the only way. Like you you think you're a hero, but like you you like hurt lots of people by making this decision. Like you're pretty arrogant. Like you could have sacrificed yourself, maybe. So like I like that he's like plagued over his decisions. Like he's not really the one to sacrifice himself. He's a little arrogant. You know, he's he was a clear like parallel to Tony Stark. Um, and I think they're kind of building him in that way and showing his dark legacy that like he has the potential to be like one of the worst of them all, but like, he's actually like kind of good in this universe. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. We all know I've been harsh on Dr. Strange and especially recently I've been harsh on Dr. Strange. Um, I did like him a lot more in this movie. Not like he's still not my favorite. I still think he's a little bit annoying. Um, but I like, there was no point where I was like, oh, he's insufferable. He, his accent was better. Um, but I liked him a lot in this movie. Um, I thought him and America had like a good little dynamic. Um, and yeah, I liked that they showed that he was kind of like the best version of himself, but then he also used the dark hole, which I feel like should have had more of an effect on him. I, I, I think that's planting a seed though. Oh, I think that's the stupid eye. Oh, that thing was terrible. That was a cool ending. Like when that ended, I was like, oh, what the f- is that? Yeah, you know? <laughs> no, I hated that. <laughs> you didn't like it? He just got an eye. Wanda yeah, didn't I, get an eye. Yeah, but I think they're going to explain it like going forward. Oh, that's so dumb. It's like that it, it has the potential. Like he like kind of opened that door now that he had. he has the potential to become like Sinister Strange. The, the bad version of himself the other one with he's not gonna though whatever anyway i like defender strange defender strange is cool i like that he he kind of like made a similar decision that dr strange did in infinity war when he like is like it's for the greater good i'm gonna sacrifice you and take your power um but then we all know he croaks spoiler <laughs> alert and um 
then, yeah, I like that they showed he was different than the other Doctor Stranges that America dealt with in the past. Uh, so I like that. But Wanda, should I start on Wanda? Yeah, well... Or, or do we have more uh, to say about Strange? I guess we've been talking a little bit more about the criticisms. There's one thing that I would like to say before we move into the positives, because I feel like Wanda's mainly a positive in, in this movie. Um, going back to the whole crux of the issue, calling it the multiverse of madness and things like that. I think that overall it did a good job of planting the seeds. Like I'm imagining where they're going with this and we could discuss that later because now I can, it's kind of coming into, it's becoming clear what their infinity war version of this saga is going to be. Um, but given how much this focused on weaving the ideas of dreams, dark hole, dream walking with the idea of the multiverse, why didn't you just call it like, doctor strange like nightmare or something like that because like one of his biggest villains is nightmare and the original script i think before it was a multiverse movie was going to be nightmare was the villain it was going to deal with the dream dimension like i feel like you could have made this movie mostly about the dream and the nightmare dimension but weaved it like very tangentially in with um um the multiverse it was like they can't get their other properties in there yeah <laughs> But like it makes sense now, but I just think like I thought that was interesting. Like, if you wanted to tie it with dreams and nightmares so much, like I don't understand why they didn't do that a little bit more to like rather than calling it the multiverse of madness. You know, I'm glad you brought up the dream thing. I it wasn't something that was at the top of mind, but I was when they were like a dream is just like what's going on in another universe. I was like that's the plot point we're going with like that's a dumb plot point it's it's an interest it's, an it's interest. a dumb plot point well that the thing is in the in the comics like that's a, a thing but it's not a different it's not different multiverses it's like yeah dreams happen in a different dimension which is fine it's a comic book movie but it's like come on Our, my dreams could not be another universe it they wouldn't make any sense it just doesn't make any sense Dumb plot point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think they should have probably built up to this a little bit more. And like maybe had a Doctor Strange movie in, in the middle that could have been tangentially involved with like the dream dimension and like a little bit or could have been involved with the dream dimension tangentially involved with the multiverse. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I think that could have solved the problem of like people coming into it high expectations. Like if if you built this up as like, oh, this is just a movie about like him dealing with nightmare and the dream dimension and maybe nightmare, like controlling Scarlet witch and stuff. And then like you had a stinger at the end that like made everything come full force around and be like, Oh, this is actually about the multiverse. I think that would have been really, really cool rather than like building up our expectations for multiverse cameos and stuff. And then kind of trying to sandwich those together. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes sense. And I, I do think this is getting to the Wanda portion, which I think we're trying to build to anyway. Yeah. Um, every time she was on screen, I loved her. She was glorious. Like, I, you know, I wanted her as a villain. Um, I think she was like every scene she, every time she was on screen, which is, you know, sometimes what matters to me. Like when someone's on screen, if I'm enjoying every moment of it, it's definitely a positive. Loved every minute she was on screen. Super scary. Um, I love that they showed how powerful she is. However, I do feel the regression to villain was not fully deserved. And I feel like she can't be fully forgiven ever after doing this. She killed like tons of people across different universes. Like she do, she pretty much doomed the whole Illuminati universe. All their superheroes are gone. She <laughs> killed a bunch of Wong and Dr. Strange's guys. Like she was a little bit, I love the horror aspect of it too. Like I, I love the horror aspect, but there, and there's no way to do both. So I feel like I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth, but like, I love the horror aspect. I love every time she on, she was on screen. I do feel like they may have went a little too far with making her a villain. And it's like, Oh, she was under the corruption of the dark hold who chose to use the dark hold. She did It's her fault. She's a villain. Like in WandaVision, she was somewhat for like, forgivable like okay i get it this is like kind of unforgivable well do you think it, it's her fault really like considering yes. that like well 
I had the same thoughts. Like I was like, are they going too far with it? But by the way, loved the horror elements. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think they'd go with that far with some of it, but some of it was like genuinely creepy. And I was like, this is so cool. Um, really, really awesome stuff. But you think back to it, it, this movie actually made me appreciate the finale of WandaVision a little bit more. Like, it's still not one of my favorite finales. Like, I still think it's not as good as it could have been. But it made me appreciate the whole, like, transition and how they built up the Darkhold in in that finale. And if you think about it, like... Did they build it up? Well, the, just the, not the way they built it up. The way they just introduced it, you know? In that post credit scene? In the... No, like um, Agatha, oh. like the Dark Hold and stuff, basically the whole oh. time, and how she was stealing power. And you saw like maybe Agatha's not really that bad of a person. Like maybe the Dark Hold was just corrupting her. Like I kind of liked it. I don't know. It made me appreciate uh, that aspect a little bit. Um, but I didn't really realize think, it was so interconnected. Yeah, if you think about it, like her trauma really wasn't like yeah she reconciled with Vision. She took down the hex and stuff, but she's gone through like so much trauma and that really wasn't like solved at the end of WandaVision. And she's kind of just left there with this all powerful book. And she's told that she's the Scarlet Witch, like this immensely powerful being. Like, I think if you think about it that way, she was still like quite vulnerable and like everyone hates her. Like she's definitely, she feels bad for what she did. And she's kind of like left with this device that's meant to like corrupt you, especially her. She's the Scarlet Witch. I think it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily regress her because also in the comics, she's kind of that gray area where she's basically a villain, but also a hero. And I think the way they're going to position it in the movies, which is the same way they do in the comics is like, she's so powerful that, and they proved it in this movie. No one can beat her. Like the only person that could stop her is herself or her kids. And whenever this big infinity war level event comes back around, they're going to be like, listen, we kind of have no choice. Like she's the most powerful being on earth. Like we need your help. And she's going to be like, they're, and she's they're still good in her heart, so she's gonna be like, I'm gonna help you. You know, I think that's how they bring her back. And I, I kind of like that. I, to bring it full story, like I don't think it regressed her too much. I think she's now in that gray area where she was like so filled with trauma and stuff that it made sense, and it was like okay, trauma cannot be an excuse for killing hundreds of people. <laughs> cannot be literally ruining a whole multiverse, pretty much. Cannot be an excuse for that. Um, I don't excuse her because she has trauma. I excused her in WandaVision a little bit, but she's a villain. She's definitely a villain. Um, but do- doesn't it also tie into the prophecy of the Darkhold too? In WandaVision, I'm pretty sure it says the Scarlet Witch is meant to either conquer the world or destroy it. So I hope she destroys if she's, it. If this, <laughs> if this movie leads to what I think it's leading to, like Secret Wars, where all universes are collapsing in on each other with incursions leading to all crazy multiverse cameos she basically started it by using the dark hold so i think it's going to be if that's what ends up happening and i think that's what they're planting the seeds for i i kind of like it i i like that she, I, I don't know if i like the way they like teased that she might have died at the end like i was like obviously she, she didn't die like, come on i didn't even i didn't even think of think that was a thing i like saw that article somewhere i was like is scarlet was dead and i was like uh was that implied um no way they're gonna kill off wanda i want still like my favorite character by the way i do feel i kind of wish they balanced the gray area a little bit more she was a full-on villain in this movie which i think was good for the movie itself because i enjoyed it i enjoyed watching it and i think she was super scary and i don't really know who else could have contended with like being the main villain of this huge large-scale movie with dr strange who's like also one of like the most powerful characters. I hate to say it because I don't like him, but also one of the most powerful characters. So it was a good choice for this movie, but I think, I don't know that I believe it from WandaVision to this. And I don't know that I'm gonna, I don't, wherever it goes with her, I'm still going to be like, you murdered tons of people. They could have brought it back. They could have solidified a little bit more the corruption that the Darkhold had because they like mentioned it a lot and they showed it with Sinister Strange. But I feel like it still didn't come full circle that like it really manipulates and corrupts you. It mainly seemed like it was her choice to use it. But I think like it corrupted her a little bit more than we think. 
Yeah, I'm, and maybe, but but I I don't know that they went into it enough for it to justify it. Like if they really, and and then it's like not as cool that it wasn't even her anyway. I don't know. You know, I don't love like when something has control over someone. Then it's like, oh, it wasn't even wanted anyway. Well, care. that's where the like we're, we're both kind of talking out of both sides. Yeah, well, I'm definitely it's, talking. It, about it, it. It's yeah. a little, it's it's hard, but you know, like, were you expecting her to? Be, I I wasn't expecting her to be the full Venn. I didn't think Marvel would would have the cojones to do it <laughs> but Me neither. Uh, i i really thought like in the end it was going to be a reveal like kathan the guy who wrote the dark hold would be behind everything and he was like manipulating her but but i i don't know if i would have liked that because then no, it's like I, she was being manipulated the whole time and like she's just dumb no exactly <laughs> or controlled like, when i was in the theater and they and dr strange went to see her and she's like oh yeah just bring america over here i was like I literally had like butterflies in my stomach. Like, oh, they're actually doing it. They're doing it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was cool to see. You know, I want her to be a villain. I think they. I wish it was like a little bit more earned, though. But I, like I said, I loved every moment of it. I think it made the movie way more enjoyable. And like, I'm glad they took a risk with it. Um, but it might be hard for me to forgive my Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that she? but like yeah i also kind of like don't know if i view her as a villain nor do i view her as like a doctor strange what would she be like i don't well because she destroyed the dark hold in every universe after killing hundreds of people no but like i don't like put her on the same level as like a thanos villain like someone like thanos i feel like is irredeemable whereas she's not an irredeemable villain but she's still a villain i don't know yeah, it, it just she she's an Avenger, you know, like so there's still that part of me. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, oh, she's a hero. You no, know? But like, no. She not committed war crimes. Not <laughs> on her own. Like she's like a criminal. Yeah. Not no. only did she enslave a whole city, mind you, that wasn't in this movie. So we won't talk about that part. Enslaved a whole city. Moving on. We kind of forgave her. Then she murdered a ton of the sorcerers and murdered all the superheroes in one universe. And like no, brutally murdered. Yeah, it, very badly. And um, it was her so, fault. I don't care if she was under the corruption of the Darkhold. She chose to use a Darkhold. No, I'm, I'm, That's on you. She should be in jail. <laughs> there's no denying that she's a villain in this movie, but I'm saying like overall, she's a very different kind of villain than someone like Thanos. Like where Thanos, you'd be like, there's no way that guy's ever going to like do something good in his future. Oh, Whereas, I think like, she might do good. Yeah. But she should be in jail. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... if I could put her in jail after this, if I lived in that universe, I'd be like, she should be in jail. Easy. She could have. Like, they did put her in jail at one point, but I don't think you can control her at this She's point. She's, like, reaching out of the mirror dimension. That was really cool. That was sick. That, that was, was really so cool. cool. Um, yeah. Do you think... I don't know. It, let's talk about Strange's development. So I, I, I talk. I like the way they like turn this into a whole character study about like how he is the best version of himself. We talked about this, but like he also has potential to be like the worst threat in any universe. Do you think that he was deserving of more of a villain that would have added to that character development? Because I feel like him and Wanda are kind of foils a little bit. Because like they said, they both like she made a lot of tough decisions and then she and like messed with magic and she's like viewed as a villain whereas he made some shady decisions and everyone views him as like a hero for infinity war so they're connected in that respect but i don't know if she really furthered his like development and like helped him make a tough decision at the end like other villains done for their heroes you know yeah i don't know how much he really grew from the experience aside from like his connection with america and like i guess coming to terms with christine um but, I mean, this is why I don't like that, like Doctor Strange. Because, like, I feel like the first movie just, like, threw him. Oh, he's a Sorcerer Supreme now. He, like, kind of got all of his development out of the way. Um, like I said, I enjoyed him in this movie. But, yeah, I don't know that he grew much from the beginning. Like, we, I kind of already knew he would act. I mean, he's also, like, the protagonist. So, I guess you assume they're going to act that way. I don't feel like he really grew that much from the beginning to the end. Aside from him, like, taking America under his wing. Which I would have thought he would do. At the beginning of this movie, he just didn't have the opportunity to do. Um, so I guess he's becoming like a little bit more of like a mentor type instead of like to always holding the knife. Um, but I don't really like feel like he really he really overcame something within himself. Yeah. Or really I, I, overcame anything. He didn't even fight Wanda, but that's a whole different story. True. true. <laughs> um, 
No, I think they're they really are going for like a Tony Stark type development where like Tony got a lot of his major development in the Avengers movies rather than like his own. He definitely got a lot of more development than Strange is getting in his solo movies. But I feel like Strange is going to get they're they're toying with this idea that like he can be at both op- opposite ends of the spectrum and like he's probably going to go dark a little bit. Um, but I feel like he's going to get a lot of that development in the in the next few Avengers movies or any crossover movies yeah. rather than his own. Yeah, I also don't know, and this this might just be the nature of the character, but I don't know that I'm going to really feel as connected. Well, I'm definitely not going to feel as connected because I hate the guy, but I'm not going to feel as connected <laughs> to his story as Tony's because it's like so much in, in this like magical realm. And it's like, if you're getting corrupted by a book, like I can't relate to that. And at times I feel like they kind of explain away magic and they're like, Oh, it corrupts you. And like, I don't know. I don't, I feel like he got like, it kind of feels like Hulk almost like end of the first movie. He's like sorcerer Supreme. He's the most powerful. Like, okay, we're all good. We're fine. Then it's like this movie. It's like, Oh, but he's kind of bad, but like he might get corrupted. And it's like, we come to the end of the movie and it's like, oh, he's the best version of himself. Like, well, we are we going to get the same circle every movie? I feel like Tony didn't start as the best version of himself. He became the best version of himself. I think we're still getting there though, right? Because like Dr. Strange, he's always making, know. he's making shady decisions with Matt that are kind of like tampering, like Mordo, like Mordo says he's tampering with like the laws of space and time that like he really shouldn't be. And he's also just kind of a, an a-hole too. You know, he's like pretty arrogant. He's like not that nice to people. You know. I don't know, but I don't. I don't know that I like. Again, I think maybe because it's the magic thing, and it's not like a human, like something that I can relate to. It's just like, oh, he's tampering with the magic again. Okay, I don't know what else is like. Oh, well, that's probably what I would do. Like, yeah, you just know what he, I mean. It's he, like, oh, he, there we go, tampering again. But like, I don't know what that means. Like, Tony was more like, I'm so anxious that this is gonna blow up in my face, and like, I went through, I had all these visions of like what can come and that made me so scared that i acted out like i don't know i felt a little bit more human yeah no i definitely feel that it's for strange it's more of just like i'm arrogant like i think my way it's my way or the highway and he's gonna eventually have to learn like i gotta like sacrifice myself or something you know rather than i'm ready (laughs) (laughs) for different uh, reasons than i hope tony died Um, but going back to the magic stuff, I'm very interested to hear what you think, because you often like, uh, I know you, you are particular about how you like magic to be explained sometimes, but I think one of the high points, and it's also one of the low points for me, the high points is one of my criticisms for Dr. Strange as a character and just anytime him and a wizard appear on screen, it's very generic. It's always just like orange whips or orange shields. Whereas this movie did an amazing job of showing like so many different kinds of spells, different cool visual like representations of magic and battles and things like that. But it's also a low point because some of the CGI was very, it was either really good or, or not that great. So I, I actually feel that they, I feel the same way as you, but for different reasons. Like I definitely feel like it was two sided. I loved that they did inventive things with the magic i i love that they like explored the magical side a little bit more it wasn't just whips and shields um and i think they did a good job of that however i think and and this is like not something you talked about but where i feel like it fell short for me with the magic stuff is like this book corrupts you this book will help you win every battle I'm so glad that they ended up destroying that book because I was like, if that's the solution that because yeah. they were like, this mo- this book just gives you whatever you need to overcome your villain. That was, was like, so dumb. They should have given like, a better They, better, they better blow this book to hell. <laughs> and like, they didn't explain where it came from. Like, I guess it's just a magical object again. I, I, I definitely am happy they destroyed that book, but it was like a stupid plot point, I think. that That's how that universe beat Thanos. It's like, they got a book. Why didn't we do that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, it doesn't exist everything that you guys say doesn't exist exists go look for the book instead of killing half the universe anyway um i hated the book stuff um even the dark hold you didn't like the dark hold at all i wish it was more like the fact that it just corrupts you like that's the thing i don't think it was nailed down a lot of the time i I need a little bit more explanation like it gives strange a third eye it it gives agatha black hands it like just makes wanda evil like they didn't really show the same effect on all the characters it touched it could have 
it could have used an extra runtime, like an yeah. extra half hour. I and mean, it's a reason for our villain. It's it's the backstory of our villain, pretty much. They kind of like go back and forth. They imply that Agatha and like the magic that Agatha and Wanda use is different. Like witchcraft is different than yeah the, the mystic arts, right? Am I they crazy? Do. I I feel like Wong even said like, "Do you have experience with witchcraft?" And he's like, "I know someone who does." And then he yeah. goes to see Wanda. So maybe like because Agatha's I think the thing that turned her hands black and which Wanda had black fingertips also is like she was learning to draw power from people, which she was doing to America, whereas Strange was just like dream walking and using the uh, the dark hold to like inhabit other people. And I think he did the forbidden thing with like inhabiting Defender Strange and becoming like zombie strange. Like, yeah, I think they got to explain, I don't know, if they're going to make it different, like the Darkhold specifically, how they use the Darkhold, if that's different, they, I think, should have explained that a little bit more. However, I did love Zombie Strange, thought it was a really cool way to have him in it. Um, I liked, like, that was the point where I was like, okay, they're they're doing some cool magic here. Like, they're showing, like, okay, if you mess, like, there's rules. If You, I, you know, I like some rules in my magic. I don't like you to be able to do everything. So I liked it was like, I inhabit a body the spirits are gonna come at me love that um like as if dreamwalking wasn't enough to be forbidden but <laughs> so so that part was really i agree really cool way to bring in that did nothing yeah like so and also him taking control of the souls of the damned really cool visually like looked awesome and everything but i didn't like the way they explained it where christine was like you're a sorcerer use them like i was like okay yeah how but, but like he how? knows he's a sorcerer yeah <laughs> so so i agree with with that um i also think they should have like really done something like i don't know i, I don't feel like he like uh, appropriately like they got him up to wanda and then like i don't really feel like they did all that much like yeah. the souls of the dam that he controlled like he you know what i mean um i was gonna say something else <sighs> magic the, the, the visuals you know what was my favorite that is it uh, the music one i thought it was so cool i like yeah. the music stuff too i thought that was cool too i, I think th maybe I it could have been a little faster like a little bit like bending the music mm -hmm. and like shooting it at each other it was kind of like a little slow but it was cool yeah like just like scenes like that i thought very inventive ways to use new magic but again some of it led to some shady cgi most notably like when he's fighting gargantos like the eyeball octopus guy yeah and he summons the monster hands to like pick up the street pole that was cgi was a little wonky there yeah but. i think um i think that there should have been a big battle between wanda and dr strange and there wasn't yeah i agree like there should like he fought thanos and like that's I hate Doctor Strange. That's one of the coolest battles in Infinity War. Like when he like tries to shoot the mirror dimension at him and he blocks with the Infinity Stone. Like that's a really cool battle. Mm -hmm. they, these are like the two most I feel like they almost were like, let's that's not in the CGI budget. Like we can't live up to a battle between these two. Like those are you're missing out. Like this is you made her the antagonist. Give us a battle between the two most powerful wizards you have in the universe or wizards slash witches. Yeah. That was a missed opportunity, I think. Um and like it almost felt like the shitty fantastic four where it's like it's clobbering time and she just like punched they just, just punches yeah, yeah. Like that was like punches there like i like what, the speech but like maybe have dr strange lose to wanda and then give the speech i didn't so the speech he gives to america yeah i didn't really that's the one thing about the third act i didn't really like i think she if like gave me a battle first i wouldn't have cared <laughs> she like overcame that so quickly he's like just believe in yourself and then she like yeah. just gets up and does it like well, i wanted america friendship Oh yeah, I I, 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 I wanted. We all know friendship is the biggest power in the universe in every story. <laughs> I wanted America to go like full badass and like just start punching star portals and like it and be really cool, but like it just didn't feel completely earned. Like that yeah. she, yeah. Well, I guess um, she punches her into a universe that she like sees herself. So only Wanda could really defeat herself, I guess. Yeah, but like it should have been. You know, I hate when it's give me a little bit of action before you give me that. You don't think so? You don't think it, it should have been Vision also? Like, if she punched her into another Westview and saw, like, that she was not only scaring her kids, but that she was, like, scaring Vision also, that, like, that would have, like, added to it a little I bit? I think it had because the movie was so, like, heavily about her kids. I think the, I think the saving, 
needed to be from herself and like the kids and, and everything. Like, I think that was good, but you could have had vision, like walk down the stairs and like in the turtleneck in the tur. Oh my God. <laughs> sexy. Um, I think that would have been cool. Yeah. If he was like in it, but I think the kids had to like, I think WandaVision was mainly about vision. This one had to be mainly about the kids. Um, but he wasn't even touched on. Like he was mentioned in the beginning when she's like talking about multiverses. That was, that was a really I'd go get vision if I was Doctor Strange. (laughs) Look at this universe's vision. What the the hell? That was a really great line though that she had where she was like, I literally blew up my husband and it didn't mean anything. What like that really put it in perspective for like how much Wanda's gone through. Yeah, but mm, not okay to kill hundreds of people. Yeah. And like, it wasn't like, again, are her kids real or not? In those universes, yeah, is I it just they, Westview? I I don't know. I I assumed it was just Westview, and I kind of wish she was a. This is like changing the whole plot of the movie, but I wish she was a Nexus being. Yeah, the whole plot wouldn't have worked. Then. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, um, it seems like America Chavez is the only Nexus being uh, in canon so far. Yeah. I would have really liked some more WandaVisionness in the movie, like seeing a, the, the different decades and stuff. But I think they wanted to avoid like people who didn't watch WandaVision to like be able to understand it. So actually, comparison to WandaVision, and actually something I want to get to too, because I feel like we skipped over it. And it's like the thing that everyone's been talking about is the Illuminati. Um, yes, yeah, so I was like kind of saving it, but yeah. if you're ready to talk about it, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about, to talk about the Illuminati, and and specifically where I think, which this is like also skipping to the end of the Illuminati. Um, where I so think they, they could have went more WandaVision is her fight with Professor X should have been like something more mind bending. I feel than just like it's like Professor X, like you brought yes. in Professor X for a reason. Yeah, it, and he's I like was expect- the most powerful telepath. I was expecting more of like a back and forth, like really like psychic. Even like we don't like when battles are kind of reduced to just like shooting beams. But even if they like both like were like shooting like psychic beams, or something. I would like have liked that. I could have been. It should have been more like a. He, he can't really shoot beams, but if like he was really like stopping like her beams like telepathically, and that'd shooting. be cool. But I wish it was like he was showing her visions of like like trying to redeem her with like visions of her kids and, and vision quicksilver and she like yeah and, and yeah quicksilver and she like got into his head and was showing her vision showing him visions of like whatever logan gene gray i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> that would have been a cool way to bring in cameos yeah, yeah. that would have been really cool even if um, they're not in it if they just showed them even if it so, was oh that would have been cool yeah so very quick tangent about Professor X, because you made me think of it. So she ends up snapping his neck and then he like dies and whatever. Um, I don't know if I'm being overly critical, but I feel like in a lot of movies I've seen recently, like actors need to, this sounds so like awful to say because I'm not an actor. So like, who am I to say? But like, I feel like actors don't believably pass out or die anymore in movies. (laughs) America Chavez had a moment in the movie where she passed out from the tea and she was just like, and then like when Professor X's neck was snapped, he was just like, he just kind of like threw his head down. I was like, that looked like incredibly fake. You just kind of like flopped like a little chicken. Well, that's kind of what your body know. does, I think. Is it? <laughs> One ear. Also, I saw on Twitter, I don't know if this is true. I saw that it wasn't her snapping his neck. It was literally her ripping his face in half. I didn't see that. I oh think it might have just been Twitter playing tricks on what was going on. But whatever, regardless. So I guess let's talk about the roster, the Illuminati. Let's talk about the like, roster. Let's talk about this whole because I feel like this is the main part of the movie, and we got left it to the end. Yeah. Um. So I guess the introduction. Well, how do you, how do you want to go about this? Because like, it was like a big point of contention in the movie. Like, we saw Professor X was really the only one confirmed in the lineup in the trailer, uh-huh. but like people then people were like, oh, like that's definitely the the Illuminati, and then we started to cat theorize and stuff if you don't know in the comics the illuminati is like a really shady group of the most powerful people who like make like big cosmic decisions they're they're kind of like pretentious like oh we have to make the tough decisions for everyone on i didn't i didn't love that it was specific to this universe what do you, you you didn't so you think like the illuminati should be a thing in like every universe i thought it was like a multiversal like oh that they were all from different universes yeah 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 i yeah that would have that would have been cool um but I think that would have been more difficult to explain. Probably, it I would think, have been multiverse of madness. Well, I think 
our universe, which is now canonized as a 616 universe, is eventually going to get its own Illuminati team. I think Strange might be inspired to like create one. Um, but I guess let's just go down the line of like, yeah. regardless, like, so it was big point of speculation. Like in the comics, the members are Professor X, Mr. Fantastic, Iron Man, uh, Doctor Strange, Black Bolt, and um, sometimes Namor and Black Panther. Um, but in this movie, it was Professor X, which I don't know if it's the same version, but it was definitely heavily implied to be related to the X-Men animated series from the 90s version. It's mm. the same yellow chair, and when he enters, they play the theme from the 90s animated show. Oh, cool. Um, but it's so also did. like... He, yeah, he did. But um, they're actually reviving that show with a new season on Disney+, Plus. so oh, I don't so know if that's going to be related to... Maybe he did in it. Maybe. They're like... It starts and his corpse is on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the they canceled it. the The last episode in the '90s is like Professor X gets taken off world, and then they don't. You don't know what happens to him. I so know. I don't know if that'll be related in any way. But regardless, um, it's also kind of mixed with Days of Future Past because he repeats a quote from that movie. Um, but definitely not the same one from the X Men universe. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a different version. I think we're supposed yeah. to be Captain Carter from What If, which. It's not the same one either, I don't think. No, it's not the same one either. Um, her shield was on the poster, so we kind of expected it. But I, th- I thought that was re- really, really cool to have her as part of the Illuminati. I like that Would it you- was the actress, yeah. Yeah. Um, love that she said I could do this all day. Yeah. I, I thought that was really great. Um, Captain Marvel, but instead it was Maria Rambeau uh, instead of Carol Danvers. Oh, that wasn't uh, Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was so convinced it was Tom that Cruise. That was ridiculous. And- Though also, I guess we'll get to that in a second. There's an empty chair that no one was sitting in, and uh, I think it's well, strange. Heavily imp- well, I guess no, Mordo no, I think Mordo spots. took over. Yeah, I, I think it's heavily implied that Iron Man was supposed to be there. I think they tried to get Tom Cruise in this movie, but he just couldn't. And like, if you have the Ultron bots, like it's implied that their version of Iron Man. I don't need Tom Cruise's Iron Man. I'm happy they didn't do it. He, I would have loved for him to. Oh, I. Um, I've been watching anyway. that Scientology documentary. I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You That's a whole different called. story. We won't get into it. <laughs> what's, it what's, what's it called, though? And what's it on? Uh, it's, I think it's Leah Remini, uh, Scientology and the Aftermath. Oh, my and God. We, I'm going to have hate pages for me now. <laughs> <laughs> what streaming is it on? It's on Netflix. Okay. I'll, I'll check that out. But anyway, uh, then there's Reed Richards, the first like visual reputation of the fantastic four and it's john krasinski which people have been wanting him to play reed richards for years and years um that what i think was the most surprising and like most like the coolest cameo in the movie it was pointless well because he died immediately yeah i, I he died immediately it was just like here's who we're casting as mr fantastic your fan cast it was actually it, i heard it was supposed to be daniel craig yeah i wouldn't have liked that i, I don't feel like i don't like john krasinski i hate fan casting <laughs> Yeah, but you don't think him and Emily Blunt as the Invisible Woman would be awesome? I think I Emily like Blunt him. would be a better Invisible Woman than him, Reed Richards. Oh, I think it's going to be so cool with him as Reed Richards. But I would have preferred uh, the original Mr. Fantastic from like the old Fantastic. I definitely would have preferred that. In the in the Illuminati, not as our MCU. Yeah, version, but that's fine. Iowan Griffud, I think. It was it, like the fact that that's just, oh my God, it was, it was dumb. Cool little detail about that is... So in this universe, they call it the Baxter Foundation, which means like it's really like Mr. Fantastic and like their whole thing. Um, the technology he uses to portal in TVA looks it, it looks like TVA technology, and Kang is supposed to be a distant like they're relative related to each other across generations. So, which is a cool little detail. Um, I don't know. I I love that that it was John Krasinski. I, I got it. Spo- I, I got, got a spoiled spoil too. I also so, didn't care. Because you hate fan casts. I, I, I would have rather that have been freaking spoiled in the trailers and do, than Professor X. Yeah, that's true. Professor X would have been so cool. It's someone we know. It's someone we love as the character already. John yeah. Krasinski, I don't care who you cast as as Fantastic Four in future movies. I don't care. He's gonna... But is it, is it confirmed that it's going to be him? And is, or maybe it was just a one-off thing that they were like, oh, here's your fan cast, but our version is going to be different. Which is why, like, them. why didn't... why? we're jumping around here, but why wasn't the post credit scene like showing that the fantastic four bought Avengers tower, that it's the Baxter building now. And we see like, John. I don't care about that. They, 
I want more Fantastic Four, but whatever. Just show it in the. Fa- they might do an origin story, my my dude. I know, but I don't care. <laughs> anyway, last member of the Illuminati was Black Bolt, uh, King of the Inhumans. Uh, the same actor that played Black Bolt on the wildly hated ABC TV show Inhumans that only had one season. But I never saw the show. Um, but I thought that was super cool. They gave him a comic accurate costume. Same actor. You know, I have no desire to really like get an Inhumans movie or anything like that, but I just like that they canonized it. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I think that the multiverse is kind of an excuse to be like, oh, we could have any actor play anything we want. Yeah, but that's cool. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, right. This is back to Mr. Fantastic a little bit. (sighs) Is it just me? Or I feel like I don't love... When actors I like know for something else are cast in like a role like this, like it's just, it's just Jim from The Office. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and like it's like Harry Styles. It's like oh, that's Harry Styles. How am I supposed to see him as anyone other than Harry Styles? I, I will say I think that it's it's really great that Marvel is like transitioning to this period where they're really listening to the fans and like kind of giving us a good balance of like what we I want versus stuff we don't expect. But I will say I do agree with you, like. There's something to be said about like when the MCU first started and they casted people that like we either one didn't know as much two like they didn't really have the best careers and they really built them up and three like or they were just nobodies and they like turned them into like household names. I mean, like, even I a kinda, recent one, Simu Liu. Uh, yeah, I kind of missed that a little. bit. I like, love Simu Liu is perfect. Sh- Shang Chi is one of the he's one of the best new introductions. Yeah. To the MCU. And yeah. like I kind of wish it was more. Like that. Like if John Krasinski plays. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, the room. I'd seen rather the- them cast nobody. Honestly, I-, I would. I've seen a lot of rumors about who Kevin Feige wants to play the thing in the Fantastic Four, and uh, you're going to hate it. Is it like John Cena? Is it The Rock? <laughs> who is it? Seth Rogen. Oh. God, <laughs> I like Seth Rogen, but that would be weird. It would, it would be really, really weird. I don't know if I could see it, but oh, and people yeah. people want Daniel Radcliffe to play Wolverine, and I've heard that it would have to I be like, like a different type of Wolverine. I I feel, but it could work. I feel like it could work, but we're getting we're getting off topic. Like, what overall did you like the lineup of the Illuminati? Like, did I'm, you, I'm fine what? with the lineup. Wanda did bodied them all anyway. That was sick. Like uh, my I, biggest qualm with the lineup is the trailer. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. We, you think it spoiled too much? Like, yeah, of who I would have bugged out if Professor Professor X was in the movie and I didn't know it. Yeah, it would have been so exciting. And they well, that's the thing. Moment. Like they threw that in the trailer, and you're like, wow, there must be so many crazy things in this movie that they put that in the trailer. Like I was expecting, like, oh, if that's in the trailer, we're getting Ghost Rider, we're getting Magneto, we're getting like. I don't know. Which I don't need that. Oh my God. (laughs) I can't. I can't. And and it didn't need the hype. It didn't need the hype in the trailer. It didn't. Oh my God. I think it would have gotten more hype if everyone was like, oh my God, you'll never believe who's in this movie. Oh my God. Yeah. They should have not showed the Illuminati in the trailer at all because that would have been crazy to see like first thing in the theater. And we all like when they were like, where the Illuminati? I was like, we've been new guys. (laughs) You revealed this all in the trailer. And I do wish they were multiversal. It was just like the leaders. It's just like the Avengers of that universe, literally. Yeah, that would have been hard to explain, though. Yeah, I, but it would have been multiversal of madness-ish. I, I did like how they showed, like, the scene of them on Titan. I was like, oh, that's, like, really cool. <coughs> Bless you. It's Thank like you. Rick and Morty does a multiverse, their own multiverse of madness. It's madness. Yeah. This was not madness. Multiverse no, of no. calmness, maybe. <laughs> Multiverse of dreams, scary dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but Wanda bodied them all. That was a, that was a sick scene. Sick. I'm glad she bodied them all too. And like pretty, it was gory, pretty brutal. Like especially Black Bolt, like the first one. Yeah, and that was like, whoa, jeez, I know. God. Um, and I feel like Captain Carter did her dirty. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Um, but I'm glad they did. It was only right. Yeah. But I guess no more Illuminati, but maybe they'll um maybe they'll bring it back in the MCU. Yeah. I don't know. 
I would like a multiversal one. I had some, so I, I made a TikTok about this. Like I basically predicted the entire lineup, patting myself on the back, except I pre- predicted that there was going to be a version of Iron Man there, which I got wrong. Uh, but the lineup I thought would have been really interesting to see instead of Maria Rambo as Captain Marvel. Like, I think the addition of Captain Marvel makes sense because like, obviously she's like a b- big cosmic character. It makes sense. You have someone that powerful there. They've already teased that Monica Rambo is get, has powers and it's going to be a b- huge deal in Captain Marvel two. And in the comics, she was the first version of Captain Marvel instead of Carol Danvers. I feel like it should have been Monica instead of Maria. No, no, because they don't want to, again, I don't want to see too many, uh, like, I think that was an opportunity to show, like, another character as Captain Marvel. Like, that's cool. Maria Rambeau will be in future movies. I don't need a version of her in this. Monica. Monica, Monica, yeah, right. Monica is going to be in future things. Like, she already has her built, like, kind of a little bit of an origin story going. I think if they just threw her in here as Captain Marvel, um, I think it would have been weird. I'm glad it was uh, Maria. Other person I think should have been there is a lot of people wanted Wesley Snipes' version of Blade to be in this movie. I didn't want Blade on the lineup, but a cool piece of history is that Wesley Snipes tried to get a Black Panther movie made in the 90s with him as the star. Oh, that would I cool. think it would have been cool with Wesley Snipes as a version of T'Challa. But um, would be tough. Would be tough. Um, I think I think that that might have been a little odd. A little bit, but I, th- I think it would have been a cool Easter egg. Uh, Tom Cruise's Iron Man, uh, Professor X. Mm-hmm. I think it should be the Iowan Grafud as Mr. Fantastic. And then lastly, I think it would have been really cool for Wanda and it makes sense because he's one of the smartest people on earth uh, along with Tony Stark, Shuri and uh, Mr. Fantastic is a version of vision. I think if vision was on the Illuminati and like Wanda rolled up and like had to fight him, it would have been sick. That would have been cool. Especially if he was in the turtleneck. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I thought the scene was, was really cool. Um, at the at the time in the theater, I was like, "That's it. That's all the cameos we get." But then, when I really thought about it, like we've talked about throughout this whole episode, like it's really not about that. It's laying the groundwork for like incursions and Doctor Strange character character development and like turning Wanda into a gray gray area character. I get it now. You know, I, I actually after the movie in the theater, I was like, "That was awesome." Yeah, I think the more I thought about it, I found things I didn't like. Um, I think I got it like kind of pretty much spoiled by the internet that there wouldn't be that many cameos and there was less than expected. And honestly, I was like, I'm fine with that. Um, I didn't care about the cameos. I was like, that was actually really enjoyable. I really enjoyed that experience. Um, but I think the more I thought about it, the more I was like, ah, I don't know that they know where they're going with multiverses. I don't know if I love what they did with Wanda in every way. I love certain, like coming out of the movie, I was like, that was sick. But I was like, the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, there are certain things I don't like. Um, yeah, I think I think the more I thought about it, the less uh, the the more I nitpicked about it, not the less I liked it. Okay, I think that the the main thing to take away from this movie to see where they're going with it is the incursions stuff. Like they've clearly like like Loki and and Spider Man No Way Home like already like screwed up the multiverse a little bit, but this like really like messed everything up, like killing characters in other universes, like spending too much time there. Then Clea shows up in the post credit scene as like you cause another incursion. We need to go. I think they're leading to secret. Charlize Theron, love her, love her, so cool. I mean, I'm not that familiar with the character Clea. All I know is Me that neither. she's. Uh, I just she's, love Charlize. She's the sorcerer supreme of the dark dimension. Niece. Uh, right. It looked and, like she opened the dark dimension. Yep. I'm like. So, mm, yeah. So I think Dormammu was coming back in. Dr. Strange which rightfully so he's one of his biggest villains. I think like they shouldn't have just let him go in Dr. Strange one and hopefully Mordo comes back. Like we talked about it earlier in the episode, like I hope one six Mordo comes in. Yeah. I, I liked seeing the variant and I, it was cool that they had that same rivalry. Like I loved when he, when Dr. Strange was egging him on, like yeah. you, you probably gave him the dark hold, like to, cause you hated him so much. You were so jealous of him. Um, I hope Mordo comes back because I they hope six one six Mordo comes back. Yeah. Um, like what 